What's going on, Success Edge listeners? Tyler McCart, episode 29, jacked about this episode. Here we go. So, as always, guys, I appreciate you guys tuning in. Uh, Tyler McCart coming at you live on the Success Edge show, uh, talking to my listeners. I really appreciate you guys listening, obviously. A couple quick thoughts uh, that I've got. Man, we are all about taking your marketplace Christianity. If you're a Christian and you're in the marketplace, whether you're an entrepreneur, a business leader, a mom, a dad, if you're a... um, uh, salesperson, if you're whatever, if you're in the marketplace, this podcast is all about you taking your success, taking your Christian walk, taking the principles that God has in his word to the next level. Okay. So that you can become a light into the world, into the dark places of the world, because this is where the rubber hits the road, guys. This is where, you know, Jesus did 90% of his ministry was in the marketplace. It wasn't in church, okay? It was in the marketplace. But, gang, I'm excited about being able to talk to you today. Uh, I actually had a topic that uh, came about actually uh, many, 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 many years ago, um, you know, with me. And it actually started whenever I was 17. Uh, Yep, 17 years young. Thank you very much. Uh, currently I'm 36 years old, just turned 36 recently. And, but this, this actual topic, uh, became real to me when I was 17 and I'll probably get into that here in a second, but actually, um, I had a request, uh, from one of my listeners, uh, his name is Adam. Actually, Adam, uh, rated me on the, um, my podcast, gave me a five star rating. And I really appreciate that, Adam. So I'll just give you a quick shout out, but you know, I want to talk to singles. So, hey, if you're single, how do you find your spouse? <laughs> this is my conversation with Adam. I, you know, I told Adam that I might do a podcast like this one day. He's like, he's like, his eyes got really big, and he goes, "Oh man, you need to do that like now." I really need to hear that. <laughs> so, so you can thank Adam for it. But I tell you guys, uh, this uh, this one is actually really good. Um, so. Why can't I speak to about speak about this on uh, from authority? All right, for one reason, uh, God God obviously has blessed me, and it's only by His grace, only by His grace and His goodness, and what Jesus did on the cross, that I have an awesome marriage. And I guarantee you that there are tons, tons of single Christians, and I know I've talked to many of them that want to be married and want to have an awesome marriage because what the divorce rate, uh, I don't know the exact stats. You know, they always fluctuate every now and then, but I know that at minimum majority of just in the Christian community, not just in the world, but in the Christian community, you know, divorce rate is at what over 50%. Hello. And that actually puts fear in some uh, singles out there that are Christians is like, well, I don't want to, you know, I don't know if I want to get married. (laughs) Well, that's a real fear, but we need to put that to rest and we need to have some actual steps, some actual things that you as a believer can uh, take, take to heart. And, you know, why is this important in the marketplace? Well, number one, you know, people are drawn to people that are successful people, you know, it's just, 
call it for what it is. It's just the way the, you know, the, the world out there operates. You know, if you've got the fruit on the tree, if you've got, you know, knowledge that other people want, people are attracted to that. And your marriage as a single person, listen to me, single people, your marriage is extremely important because you can draw people to you and you can become so successful in your walk and in your, you know, uh, day to day things as a married person, because you've got somebody at the house or somebody in your corner that is encouraging you. That is what my wife has been for me. Amy, Amy McCart, which by the way, you can go check out my wife at amyjmccart.com. That's her blog spot uh, that she's got. Great blog, by the way. But Amy has, Amy and I, we've been married for 13 years and she is awesome. She's nothing less but awesome for me. She is the perfect match for me. And I know that every single person, I know every single guy wants to find the perfect wife. Every woman, every lady out there wants to find the perfect husband for them. All right. Now, let me say this before I jump into everything. All right. The Apostle Paul talks about this actually in um, in one of his epistles. I can't remember which one it is, but I remember hearing a minister one time say that you want to maximize your singleness, maximize your singleness. The reason why you want to maximize your singleness, guys, if you're single is because, trust me, when you get married, things change. <laughs> when you get, when you have a baby, things change. All right. As a single person, you're free. Hello. You're free, man. You can go anywhere you want to in this world. You, you're not, you don't have to go check in with somebody to say, Hey, I'm going to the grocery store. Hey, here's where I'm headed to. Or, you know, Hey, if you're looking for me, this is where I'm at. No, 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 no. You're free, man. You can go. <laughs> I'm telling you being single has its advantages and you can be awesomely used as a believer for God's assignment on your life as a single person and you need to maximize that you need to maximize that uh, assignment that God has on your life because if you remember I always come back to these three things because again these three things are what God gave Adam which we've been restored back to if you're a Christian you know you've been restored back to what Adam was like in the garden before the fall all right but here's the deal he gave us fellowship he gave us an assignment and he gave us provision to complete that assignment. And God gave us all three of those things. Now, you need to maximize your singleness. All right? You need to go out there and, you know, do that. Now, but you say, but Tyler, what what a I want to get married. <laughs> I want to find the man of my dreams. I want to find the the person that I'm supposed to be with for the rest of my life. I get it. I was in the same boat. I remember when I was in college at Coastal Carolina University, no joke. I mean, I there was a period of time. It might have been, you know, a couple of months or maybe a year where that I actually would if I met a new girl, if I met a new um, you know, person as far as a female that I might be attracted to, man, my thoughts automatically went to is this the one? Can can she be the one? Is this is her? Is this her? And Man, it honestly, it became more of a burden than a blessing 
in my life. And it wasn't up until my senior year of college that I finally got a grip on things. It's finally I actually came to grips with a couple things. So my first thing, my first piece of advice to you guys is who's your source, all right? Who is your source for everything, everything in your life? Who is your source? And a lot of times, you know, you can have a quick checkup from the neck up about who your source is. Because if you truly believe that God is your source, then here's a message, Mr. and Mrs. Single Person. This was this would have been if if I was listening to this podcast, man, I'd have been taking notes back when I was a single person. Here's the deal. You've got to trust that God will supply your spouse to you. They're part of that provision package. Okay? Fellowship, assignment, provision. They're God God's that's God's provision for you. Your spouse is God's provision. And you're supposed to be focused on your fellowship, then your assignment, and then the uh, provision will fall in line. But who's your source? That was the question I had to kind of come to grips with early in my walk was because the deal was is that I was so focused on trying to find her just for me personally. I was trying to find her that I was totally, you know, eliminating God out of the picture. All right, and I'll read a scripture, and you've heard me read this before, um, you know, Success Edge, you know, listeners, that Proverbs chapter sixteen verse three in the Amplified. All right, and we're going to kind of use this scripture, you know, probably a lot, but just to definitely in this podcast. So it says, "Roll your works upon the Lord." I'm reading from the Amplified version. Roll your works upon the Lord. Commit and trust them wholly to Him. He, speaking of the Lord, He will cause your thoughts to become agreeable to his will, and so your plans be established and succeed. Now, I had to come to grips back then that I had to make God my source. I had to only look to him for everything. And that was a work in progress, guys. I still have to do that today. You know, honestly, it's something I have to renew my mind to every single day, even today, after so many years of being um, you know, a Christian. That I have to renew my mind and I even make a statement that, you know, that my God is my infinite source of my supply. Okay? That God is my infinite source of all of my supply. Everything comes from Him. Now, the, the thing that I had to do, guys, obviously, was number one, I had to totally get on board with making God my source. And number two, I had to start seeking Him. Seeking only Him, fellowshipping with Him. I mean, you hear me talk about this a lot, but seeking and fellowshipping with Him. Then in my conversations with the Lord, I could make my requests known. And here's what happened to me at 17 years old. I was sitting in the church. We were, I I believe it was youth, youth group on maybe a Wednesday night or maybe a Sunday night, whatever it was. And I was listening to um, a gentleman talk. And I remember him saying, and this is when I was 17, he said, you need to write down what kind of characteristics you want in a wife or in a husband. 
And so I'd said, okay, hey, you know, my little lightning fast mind and all that, you know, <laughs> not that slow, but here's the deal. I said, okay, fine. I will write down my things I want. And I went over to Proverbs chapter 31 and I took Proverbs 31, the, you know, Proverbs 31 woman. And I wrote down every single thing that one of those verses kind of meant to me. All right. And I also put other things in there that I wanted. Like she had to have a beautiful singing voice. That's something I wrote. I wrote in there that she had to be a good cook. Hey, boys got to eat here. I wanted to eat. <laughs> I didn't want to, I wanted to have a wife that could, you know, fix good food. These are just things that I wanted. I, I, I detailed it out guys. And that's what, you know, one thing I'll just say this. Okay. When I'm talking to a single person, you know, uh, now that I've been married for 13 years, here's what typically I, I ask them. I, you know, mainly, you know, I usually talk to a guy about this, but I can use, I could use a lady, but normally the guy, a guy wants a car, you know, traditionally guys like cars or, you know, they like, shiny objects, right? And I can ask that guy, I say, Hey man, describe to me your, your dream car. And man, their eyes will kind of light up, you know, and they'll go, man, I I want, you know, it to be black with tinted windows. And I want, you know, it to be this, you know, you name a car brand, you know, it could be a, you know, Chevrolet Camaro, you know, and I, I want it to have this kind of features and I wanted to have leather seats and I wanted to, you know, have, um, you know, this kind of stereo system, whatever it is in the car, they've got it detailed out. And then I say, then I turn the question on them and I say, so what do you want in your, in your wife? What kind of characteristics in your wife? And I get a blank stare back at me. And they're like, um, uh, <laughs> it's like, dude, where you at, man? You got, you got more knowledge and more desire over a hunk of metal than over the wife or husband that you're going to spend the rest of your life with. I mean, women, I can guarantee you this, that you probably know more about your wedding day and the details and the colors and the flowers and where it's going to be, if it's going to be a spring wedding or a fall wedding, you know, you know, the dress, you know, what kind of dress you want and everything like that. But ladies, hear me. You don't even know what kind of man you want standing down at the end of that aisle. Hello? You got to get that in, in perspective. You got to write down the characteristics. You got to be detailed about this, guys. This is what it's all about. This is how life happens. This is how you maximize. This is how you, you get an awesome marriage. This is how you get this, guys. And the next thing, once you finally get your list, and you know, your list is going to take some time to unfold. It's not going to happen overnight. You're not just going to sit down and one day crank out, you know, 50 things. You might be able to do that. God bless you if you can. It wasn't that for me. Mine was kind of an evolving list. And I remember one of my mentors, uh, Mr. Cerny, he said this to me when I was in college. He said, so where's your list, Tyler? And I'm like, my list? What are you talking about? Because I showed him my list of uh, the characteristics of my, my wife. And he looked at me and said, so where's your where's your list? And I said, um, well, I don't know. And he said, <laughs> he said, well, here's some advice to you. Why don't you make a list for yourself of things that you want to, you need to be, all right, the characteristics in your life that you need to be and kind of match those up with your wife's list. 
and focus on that because he made this statement. It was a powerful statement. He said, before you can find, uh, instead of focusing on trying to find the right one, why don't you become the right one? Hello, man, that was good. Why don't you be focus on becoming the right one and try to, instead of trying to find the right one, man, you'll, you'll get busy doing that. So, but I, but guys, once you get that list, here's what happens. Once you get that list, forget about it. I <laughs> know. Forget about it and focus on your assignment. Focus on your fellowship with your heavenly father. Take that list and forget about it. I, there's a great story of a gentleman named Brian that I, I that I listened to in my. Um, he's part of our business team that uh, that I'm a part of actually uh, with my Amway business. And man, I tell you, Brian had a great story about he he made his list and he put his list in a drawer and forgot about it. And then he went about doing his assignment, doing what he was called to do. And it was maybe a couple years, but he forgot about his list. He, he, a couple years later, all of a sudden, you know, as he's doing his assignment, <laughs> hello, there's a key, key thing in that. He was doing his assignment. Lo and behold, there she is. Now, he didn't recognize her at first, but that's okay. But he wound up, he pulled back out his list. And sure enough, check, 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 check. And he knew that that was the one. Same thing with my story. I decided finally in, in my college days, my, my, my senior year, instead of me making, you know, trying to find the one, I started focusing on me becoming the right one and, and focusing on my assignment and pursuing what I was doing. And I totally got off the whole gravy train of thinking, I've got to find my wife. I've got to find my wife. No, 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 no. I casted that on the Lord. I rolled that, as that scripture says, I rolled it actually on the Lord. I committed that thing wholly to him. And guess what he did? Just like in that verse, verse, you know, Proverbs 16, verse three, he caused my thoughts. He caused my thoughts to become agreeable to his will. Now here's the deal. So I, Tyler rolled it on the Lord and I started, you know, getting busy about doing God's work, maximizing my singleness actually that year. And lo and behold, guess what? Bam. Amy Ellis comes back into my life. Whoa. Hello <laughs> comes back into my life. And obviously I go where, man, this is great. I didn't have to figure it out. I didn't have to toil over it. I didn't have to try to get any, you know, she just, God provided it, provided her for me because he knew what I needed, right? He knew what I needed. Now I see this happen with a lot of Christians. Trust me on this. I see this happen with so many Christians, I've got two examples, but I'm not going to get into the details of it, but I see so many Christian singles there. They want to be married so bad. They want to be married so bad that they will compromise on, well, you know, this person just seems, you know, so like the bright person. I mean, I've got a friend of mine. He he got married and everything. And I remember him sitting there saying to me, you know, well, you know, Tyler, you know, God doesn't want a man to be single. You know, God wants a man to have a wife and everything. You know, that's why Adam had to Adam got Eve. And so for like, I'm like, dude, you're right. Yeah. God gives you God gives you that. But you know what God also does? He gives you some, you know, some patience to make sure that she's the right one. All right. 
I mean, give some time because man, once you get once you get hitched, it's a done deal. It there's no turning back. <laughs> Trust me. There's no D word in my marriage with Amy. <clears throat> there's no D word. The D word's not brought up. The D word is non-negotiable. We're going to figure it out. But here's the deal is that <clears throat> because you have this list, because you have this list, you can actually go back in your list and say, does she meet this? Does she meet this? Does she meet this? And does she meet this? Or does he meet this? Does he meet this? You've got something clearly defined. That was me. I was able to go down my list, call me, you know, call me insensitive, but you know what? I wanted to make sure because here's the person I was going to be spending the rest of my life with. I needed to make sure about this because I wanted to be a successful Christian in this world. And I knew the importance of being a successful Christian had an element of me actually having a successful spouse. And I needed that in my life. So I could go down the list and lo and behold, you know what happens? I get an awesome wife awesome wife. And you know what? I can enjoy, you know, my life. I can enjoy, you know, being able to do what I needed to do in my life. So gang, that is a huge, huge thing. Now I'll say this, you know, I'll say this, that if you're, if you're a single person, I said this on my last episode, all right, wake up husband. But here's what I said. I said that you've got to actually, you know, fall in love with Jesus more than you're going to fall in love with this girl or guy. You've got to be so in love with the Lord that nothing comes between that. That fellowship that I keep talking about has got to be premium number one, cast in concrete. Nothing changes that. You've got to be willing to be able to walk away from any relationship because you love the Lord more than you love that relationship. That has got to be front and center for you. Front and center. And I will just tell you that if you get a revelation about that, you will find yourself easily finding a spouse. It'll, it'll just be one day, all of a sudden, bam, there she is, or there he is. And you won't have to toil over it. You won't have to try to figure it out in your mind. And it'll you'll be able to enjoy your life. You'll be able to enjoy your life. Gang, I'm telling you, man, if you focus on your fellowship, you focus on your assignment, the, what God has for you. But the fellowship thing is what will carry over and everything you focus on that man you will start to enjoy your life and you'll find the spouse that you need so how do you do it again just go over this real quick number one you gotta have the fellowship you gotta seek the lord you gotta write it down you gotta forget about it and then go and enjoy your life go focus on what god has got you called to do all right and it will change your whole entire life All right, guys, that was a great episode right there. I hope you took some notes on that. I hope you guys, so I know you can hear my passion behind it, but man, good, good stuff. Thanks, Adam, again, uh, for the rating. And by the way, thanks so much for wanting this episode to come out because obviously it really needed to come out and I appreciate that. But maximize your singleness, guys. If you're single out there, maximize it, man. Trust me, it is well worth it. But go and write down what you want. 
All right? And trust God that he's going to bring it to pass. That Proverbs 16, verse 3, in the Amplified verse, is a powerful, I'm talking powerful scripture. Meditate on that verse. Meditate on it, because it will change your life. And remember, just to cast it on the Lord. That's what it means to roll that care actually on the Lord. Okay? Now, like I've been telling you guys, that our podcast is going to another level. All right, and that's going to start to happen in May. All right, we're going to probably come out with a new website. We're going to come out just a lot of, I mean, I'm not going to try to get into the details yet, but it's going to come out and it's going to be awesome. I'm excited to be able to take this to the next level. The other thing is, we're going to start having some more interviews. And uh, Mr. McCart, yours truly right here, uh, to you, the Success Edge listener, the Success Edge community, need to have more interviews. You need to hear from your peers. You need to hear from people that are actually in the marketplace, like yourself, succeeding. And I'm excited to be able to share them with you. Gang, you can find me. Um, I, by the way, go to iTunes. Okay, go to the iTunes. If you've got an iPhone or any Apple device, go and download the podcast app. It's free. There's no telling how many people that I've been able to you know, sit down with across the table from and actually say, there it is, click download, and you download it to your iPhone. Download that um, iPhone, uh, excuse me, the iTunes podcast and find some podcasts out there, guys. Also, if you got an Android phone, don't limit yourself just to, uh, just to you know, say, well, it's not on iTunes or whatever. No, go to Stitcher Radio. Download Stitcher Radio. It's free. You'll get some great insight, great information on Stitcher Radio. Gang, if you want to find me, you want to connect with me, go to Twitter at uh, uh, Tyler McCart. You can find me there. You can also find, you can connect with me via email, uh, the success edge at gmail.com. But gang, thank you so much, and we'll catch you on the other side.